This week, Matt Alderman is filling in for Mr. John Strand, who is traveling this week. So we're going to split the show up into two segments. First, Matt and I will discuss some of the security mergers, acquisitions, and partnerships, such as TokenX partnering with SureCloud, Checkpoint is acquiring ForceNock, Zix is agreeing to, uh, has agreed to acquire AppRiver, and much more. Then in the second segment, we'll discuss some of the security product launches and announcements from TrustWave, Nopsec, ConnectGuard, PulseSecure, and Synopsys. Stay tuned for all that and more on this episode of Enterprise Security Weekly. This is Security Weekly. For security professionals, by security professionals. Broadcasting live from G-Unit Studios in Rhode Island, it's the show where we talk security vendors and aren't afraid to name names. It's Enterprise Security Weekly. The greatest threat to businesses today isn't the outsider trying to get in. It's the people you trust, the ones who already have the keys, your employees, your contractors, and privileged users. 60% of online attacks are carried out by insiders. To stop these insider threats, you need to see what users are doing before an incident occurs. Observe it combats insider threats by detecting risk activity, investigating in minutes, effectively responding, and stopping data lost. Give it a test drive at observeit.com forward slash security weekly. Are you worried about PCI compliance? Does your development team understand or care about security? Are you ready to face a breach of your customer's sensitive data? See the worst that can happen before it does. Black Hills Information Security can help you help management see the future. Email consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com to find out how a web application penetration test can mitigate the risk before you go live. Welcome to episode 122 of Enterprise Security Weekly for January 16th, 2018. I'm your host, Paul Asadorian, joined remotely by Matt Alderman. Matt, welcome. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day. It is. It is. It's glorious Wednesday We where we're doing Enterprise Security Weekly, of course. Uh, quick announcement, the RSA Conference 2019 is, of course, the place to be for the latest in cybersecurity data Innovation and Thought Leadership, March 4th through the 8th in San Francisco is where it's happening. I'll be speaking there. Uh, we'll be doing all kinds of recordings and briefings uh, as well. So if you're interested, contact us. We'll have more information on that probably this week. Uh, you can, of course, visit rsaconference.com forward slash security weekly dash US 19. Use the discount code 5 u 9SWFD and get $100 off your conference pass. Um, all righty. So, Matt, <clears throat> we're digging into the first segment, which is covering, uh, of course, the mergers, acquisitions. And I threw partnerships in there too, Matt. And I was just trying to really balance uh, between the two. I think we had enough product announcements to cover partnerships uh, in this uh, segment. There's also some funding. I didn't want the title to be too long, but there's a funding, at least one funding announcement in here, uh, one or two, uh, one company coming out of Stealth. So we'll jump right into it. We'll start with number one. Uh, Token X is partnering with SureCloud. Now, SureCloud is a GRC solution. They're focused on delivering a purpose-built SaaS workflow assessment. I think they pride themselves, Matt, on being able to stand up a GRC solution in like a couple of weeks, I think is what the article said. Is that is that true? Are you familiar with this? I knew you were in that space previously. I was, and I, I wasn't aware of them. So I went out and did some quick mm. research before the show, and I'm like, who are these guys? Are they 
on the Gartner uh, IRM GRC list. I couldn't find them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they're out of, the, out of Europe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, their goal here is to try to make GRC really easy, that they can deploy very quickly. A lot of the GRC platforms are pretty big lifts. You know, when I worked yeah. for RSA in Archer, I mean, th- those projects were long. It takes a long time to set up a, a GRC program. So, you know, if they can shorten it, it looked like most of their customers are going to be small to medium enterprises that are not going to invest in one of the big sure. GRC vendors. So I- I- interesting, right? But I did not know them beforehand. And it's interesting, TokenX is a cloud-based data protection platform providing tokenization, pseudo denomination. Did I say that? Dominization? What the... I read that differently when I put it when I yeah. put it in there. Uh, encryption and data vaulting uh, as a SaaS offering for all sensitive data sets. I had not heard of TokenX either. I thought that was that was pretty interesting. Again, I think you know you're going to see these companies popping up because of GDPR. Yeah. People are trying to figure out how to protect their data, especially yep. over in Europe. And now you see how GRC is coming together with some of these data privacy protection discussions because nobody wants to get the the fine from gdpr so yeah i mean i guess it makes sense i'm not quite sure what the partnership does yet it, mm. it, I, I mean what what is it that's gonna is it you know sure cloud customers can use this new offering to protect their data to check off a few of their data protection requirements right. from a compliance perspective okay i don't know how integrated or or anything like that it'll be and to me the integrations that really kind of figure out how to bring the technologies together and streamline and make them mm-hmm. easier or more beneficial than just announcements where it's like you have this joint go-to-market message because it kind of gets cloudy. Like, well, should I work with SureCloud? Should I work with Token X? Am mm-hmm. I working with both? Those those kind of partnerships get a little messier, I think. Yeah. I think um, if I were to venture a guess that SureCloud's, one of their, um, you know, potential customers or objections are, well, if I put my GRC solution in the cloud, how do I be compliant? How do I protect and encrypt my data? This partnership is kind of their answer to that objection. Oh, we have a partnership and we make it easy for you uh, to do that through this partnership. But again, we have all the details. It's just kind of my my guess on the situation. Yeah. And that would only be part of the um, data that would have to be protected, but it would Mm. give SureCloud, it would allow their customers to have assurance that the data in the SureCloud platform was protected. Sure. Uh, Checkpoint has acquired uh, another Israeli company uh, called Forcenock. Forcenock was founded in 2017. So this this that was fast, right? <laughs> fast road to acquisition. Forcenock has developed patent pending web application and API protection technology, which is really big. Uh, you know, last year I think we started to see. Many of these companies, um, you know, bubble up to uh, come on our radar. Um, and now here's one being acquired. They, of course, use machine learning and behavioral analytics to help protect your APIs. Typically, this is part of, and I'm not sure how Force Knock works, but typically it's part of development, right? I'm developing an internal application. That application has an API. And this software makes sure in my software development cycle that those APIs are, in fact, protected. Yeah, it could be after the fact a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is actually really good acquisition by Checkpoint. You, you know, if you think about Checkpoint traditionally, they're a perimeter firewall play. I'm a little bit on the endpoint, but they've primarily just they've been a perimeter play vendor for a long time. Uh, where are these applications? They're at the perimeter, right? So as you think about 
data centers moving to the cloud, applications becoming kind of that front line to the new perimeter, this actually makes a lot of sense for Checkpoint to bring some web application and API protections into their portfolio to help them for the long haul as we continue to see this digital transformation happen. So I think this is actually a really good uh, acquisition by them because it gives them some relevancy longer term. It's interesting to see uh, really young startups get acquired early on. Typically, that means they had the right technology at the right time with the right team. And it's kind of like that perfect storm, right? I mean, we don't see a whole lot of early stage startups getting acquired uh, and, and making headlines very often. It, well, it's, it's that. Or they have really good relationships with the acquirer yeah. that they've built some level of strategic relationships with. You know, it's possible. I'm not saying it is. I didn't dig deep enough. It's possible some of these are ex-checkpoint guys, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. you, when I was at RSA, we used to see a lot of ex-RSA EMC people come back mm-hmm. with technology that EMC or RSA would end up acquiring. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes that's an exit path for an early startup too. Um, so, oh, I put a note in here, uh, to an, a link to an article as kind of a, just a side note that there is a report that the cybersecurity market is estimated to be over 300 billion by 2024. And we were talking on business security weekly, um, you know, about the market. Uh, and I see a lot of these, uh, predictions, Matt, all the time. Like what's the, the overall worth of the cybersecurity market today? What's it going to be in the future? Obviously, working in the field, we see a lot of growth. I think others in technology and the market in general sees a lot of growth in cybersecurity as well. Uh, agreed. You, you, we did an interview with uh, Bob Ackerman from mm. Allegis Capital right before the end of the year. Uh, and, you know, he, he's huge, bullish on the market. There's always a need for security. As we move more stuff into the cloud, we do more stuff through applications and mobile. We need to protect all that. And so he's been very bullish uh, from, from an investment perspective. And we ran through some of the numbers on Monday. Um, this market's going to continue to grow, whether it's $250 billion or $300 billion, I, I mean, we can debate the numbers all day long, but this is a growing market, and mm-hmm. that's the key. Um, Zix is set to acquire the cybersecurity provider AppRiver. Now, I didn't realize how big AppRiver is. Um, they say that they're serving more than 60,000 companies um, and 4,500 resellers. Um, AppRiver provides Office 365 and secure hosted exchange services, which may speak to their success. Uh, in that, That's a big market, you know, subset of the market. Um, and they, AppRiver was uh, launched in 2002 and now was bought for $275 million in cash. So this one's very interesting to me because when I built the Security Weekly 25 list that we mm. reviewed on Monday, Zix was not on my 25 list. They're a public company, mm-hmm. primarily because of their market cap. Their market cap is only like $300 million. Wow. So this is a $300 million market cap company buying another company for $275 million in cash. This is a huge Huge. acquisition for them. I mean, it's almost the reverse. It's almost like AppRiver is going to consume Zix, depending on how this plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was interesting. I recognize Zix because of uh, a secure email platform. In fact, when I was doing pen testing, 
um, a few customers were using Zix to securely send email messages and documents as well. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at the stock. I mean, Zix is up a little bit today mm -hmm. on this news. Um, you saw kind of a, a little bit of a dip, but they spiked up. Uh, so people are looking at this as in a positive light. The question is, what's the future of Zix? If there were email security before, now you're buying AppRiver, which is on the application side. Is Zix going to transform itself a little bit over into the application security front? We all believe there is a huge opportunity on the application security side. Uh, so this could be a really good move. It's just a really, really big acquisition for a company that's it only is. about a $300 million market cap. I, I have to venture to guess that AppRiver has really strong predictions for revenue and profit to uh, make this deal happen, right? Yeah, I and, so. and if you think about it too, I mean, everyone is moving who has Exchange and local Active Directory. They're all moving to some kind of cloud-hosted uh, service, uh, migrating to Office 365. So um, I, I think they're in a good, a good position. You wonder at what point does that plateau as everyone starts to migrate you know what what comes next uh, you know i i think that they have to add services we had representatives from microsoft on this show come on and basically say they're building azure to host any number of applications so i think there's still going to be good growth you know once people have migrated all of their active directory and exchange uh either to hosted or office 365. Syncurity has closed a $2 million seed round, um, which is interesting. They're a SOAR platform. I've heard of IR Flow uh, before. That's, that's, I've seen that uh, in the news before. Uh, it's uh, built by analysts for analysts. Uh, takes a process-first approach, allows security teams to streamline the entire incident management process from threat hunting um, to pre-conviction alert handling to post-conviction incident response. Interesting use uh, of wording there in pre and post uh, conviction. Interesting way to put it. Um, you know, this, this uh, of course, this subcategory is also pretty hot too. It is. And there's a lot of players in the space. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how much can a $2 million seed round last in yeah. a market that is heavily populated? Um, look, I've, I've been at startups with this kind of cash yep. and they might have a 12 month runway. You better <laughs> hope they get some traction fast. Yeah. And I really think that's about implementing the right features to gain adoption. And if you're playing catch up, that's hard because you got to catch up to the competitors features, but then you also got to add potentially some features that other people don't have in order to, uh, gain market share. Yeah, it, it, it's like I said, it's a super crowded space. You've already had some big exits in the SOAR market already mm -hmm. yeah. uh, with uh, Phantom and, and Hexadite. And so, you know, this is it's a crowded space. Got to have some differentiation. Got to get some product market fit pretty fast if you're going to survive on 2 million seed round. Mm -hmm. um, a cloud security firm, Sonray, I want to say, if I said that right, um, $18 million in funding. That's, that's pretty good to come out of stealth with 18 and a half million dollars in funding yeah so here you you've got the opposite of the last story right you get a two million dollar seed mm -hmm. um compared to an 18 and a half million dollar come out of stealth round that means you probably have a pretty well established team mm -hmm. uh a, a good set of investors that believe in what you're doing giving it enough funding to really go out and build product market fit in order to grow this company 
cloud data protection is going to be huge. And so this is probably the right type of solution at about the right time mm-hmm. to come out of stealth and, and really make a go. At some point, hopefully we can get a briefing, really understand what they do. But, you know, I, I say it over and over and over again, app user data, app user data. Those are the guys that uh, I see going to have a lot of traction in, in growth in the next few years. It's interesting. Uh, so this company, Sonray, was founded by Brennan Hannigan and Sandy Bird, who previously founded and worked for Q1 Labs. Interesting. You were talking. We were just talking about that, that they leave the larger companies, they could do a startup and... Sometimes those end up uh, being acquired or merged back into a larger company, sometimes the same larger company. Um, but everyone's exit is, of course, different. So, yeah, it would be interesting to get a briefing, Matt. Yeah. Uh, they say um, a native cloud service that organizations uh, provide organizations with discovery mapping classification and automation capabilities needed to control data in users across cloud environments. Cool stuff. Um, cool. Let's see. Uh, I am provider one login has raised one hundred million dollars. Is this a like D or E? It's probably a really late series round for one login. I didn't look at the rounds. It's one hundred seventy million total. Mm-hmm. So the first seventy. Now you get a hundred million raised. So it's probably C D E somewhere in there. Right? Depends. Sure. I didn't look. Um, but I, here's what I thought was a little interesting. One login has around two hundred and fifty employees globally. So they've raised $170 million. There are 250 employees. Now, kind of back up to some of our history. You know, we, when we were at Tenable, we were yeah. thousands of people, right? I mean, it, it, and, and yeah, it just seems like a lot of money for not that very big of a company. So it's like, what's going on over there? Is it, is it that really efficient in costs and cogs and R and D or is this to really help them expand into the next round? But this just seems like a lot of money for a 250 person company. They say they want to use um, the new funding round to accelerate the adoption of new products, um, including multi-factor authentication and to serve enterprises in what's the UAM category user. Unified access management, I think, is what that is. Okay. Um, They also planned further expansion in North America and Europe. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I would imagine they're going to be hiring a lot more people, Matt. If there are only 250 people, they're going to need a lot more salespeople to expand. I mean, typically that's what you see, you know, when the company takes money and they say they want to expand into Europe, they're putting an office up over there and hiring a bunch of people. That kind of, we saw that at, I, I don't know I saw that at Tenable you came on I think after we had established uh, some of those offices right yeah that's true I did come over right after some of those offices mm-hmm. were established but remember the growth we went through from the investment from insight all the way up to IPO I mean mm-hmm. we were uh, the hiring was crazy right mm-hmm. and you know there's thousands of employees there now in that company <coughs> excuse me. So that's kind of what we see, right? I mean, that's why I said for 250 employees, that's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yep. Going to be a lot of job openings, I think. <laughs> um, Nozomi Networks and Schneider Electric have formed a partnership to help secure critical infrastructure. Um, this provides Sh- uh, Schneider Electric customers with uh, Nozomi Networks ICS cybersecurity and visibility solution, along with access to a global network of Schneider Electric consultants trained as Nozomi Network certified engineers. 
So I think this there was an existing uh, partnership there that they're building on, it sounds like. Correct. Uh, most of the industrial control security vendors have these types of relationships. They need mm-hmm. them. We've talked a little bit about industrial control systems, why they're different. They have different types of protocols. And so you have to work very closely with the different manufacturers to really um, build solutions that are specific to their gear. In Tenable made announcements with Siemens. Nozomi has had a relationship, I think, with, with Schneider Electric. Mm-hmm. I know Dragos does as well. So all these industrial control vendors have to build these relationships because it's how their solutions are going to continue to be supported and used um, in, in the different plants and environments where this technology exists. Makes sense. Uh, that was it for the uh, mergers and acquisitions. Anything else uh, that you want to add, Matt? No, it was a really good segment. Ties ties in a little bit with our Security Weekly 25. We covered a couple of them. Yeah, it's awesome. All righty. Well, with that, we'll take a short break. Come back, talk about security product launches and announcements. Stay tuned. 